Hey, this is your girl China from the Festival of China, and my first segment is Living with Vitiligo. So I basically want to explain how、um, the vitiligo started and my experiences with it. So from the very beginning, I noticed the vitiligo when I was about 11.、Um, one day I just woke up and it was like a faded spot right above both my eyelids and.、Um, When I went to go show my mom, she pretty much felt it was a skin blemish, like a, you know, in the summertime when your skin it gets a little blotchy. She figured it was that, and so we ignored it, and、um, life went on. As life progressed, the spot started to get lighter, like pure white, and start spreading all over the place. At that point, my mom took me to a dermatologist,、uh, where they diagnosed me with vitiligo and said that at the moment it was no treatment. So I basically had to live with the fact that my skin was changing colors while I was in、um, junior high school. And around that time, kids were pretty cruel—the name calling, the teasing,、um, whether they liked me or not. Uh, just to sum it up, when I was in school, it was the hardest for me because around that time, no one really had vitiligo. It wasn't a thing,、um, and no one knew the real reason for why、um, we had vitiligo. I remember the doctor telling my mom, the dermatologist telling my mom, how、um, vitiligo is formed is because my genes are allergic to myself. At that time, no one knows what the hell that meant. I mean, what does that even mean? So,、um, gradually, you know, it progressed. It gotten more noticeable. It was harder to hide because in the summertime, I would wear long sleeves, jeans, and it can be like almost ninety degrees, and I still would not wear shorts, skirts, or dresses. And it's, it was almost like I was hiding from the world, the change.、Um, I remember in junior high school there was a, a secretary in my school. My mom had to come to school because obviously I was acting out. I was pretty much a class clown、um, throughout school, and、um, the secretary mentioned to my mom that there was this makeup that would be able to cover it over my eyes, much. Less. That's pretty much where we started with the makeup.、Um, the name of the makeup was called Dermablend. I remember my mom purchasing it, and it was kind of expensive for one little jar that only lasted about maybe a month, two. It depends.、Um, it wasn't my shade at all, so it was almost like I felt like a clown, but it, it it felt better to cover it than to actually have the white spots showing. I remember my mom used to apply it in the very beginning, until I was able to apply it on my own, and till I got it perfect to where it actually covered it very well.、Um, there was about two to three attempts before we got the actual、uh, perfect color, and then after a while, I、um, decided to try a new makeup.、Um, From Sephora, they actually had this、um, thing where they can match your skin by just scanning、uh, a layer of your skin and getting the closest color. And so I remember、um, 
using that. And that didn't last but less than a month. And it seemed like I was spending a lot of money just to cover my appearance so that I felt like, you know, it would lessen the staring. But it didn't. People still stared at me. Um, it was it was more um, discouraging when adults, um, let alone kids, would stare and whisper to their friends and have them look at me. Um, I remember there was a time I was being teased by a boy in school, in junior high school, and the first joke he said was that I was a raccoon because the vitiligo became really big around my eyes. It was like two circles, two white circles around my eyes. And um, this was before covering um, the vitiligo. The dark, cir- the dark circles, I'm so sorry. <laughs> the white circles around my eyes or whatever were really bright and it's like you can see them. It was probably hard not to stare. I never really thought about how I would feel if I wasn't the one with the vitiligo and I was admiring someone else or if I'd be staring. But I knew I wouldn't make anyone feel uncomfortable. Over the time, I I became very insecure about it. Um, So I became a class clown just to get the attention off of my face and and my body where all the vitiligo is growing. Um, I remember thinking that guys, men, um, didn't like me because of it or that they were ashamed to tell others that they liked me. I remember, um, I remember being a teenager and having a boyfriend and him going around telling everyone that I was never his girlfriend. And part of it, it was because he was ashamed of my skin. I remember there was times where where I would cry in my room and I would cry and ask God, why me? Why did I have to have vitiligo? Why did my skin have to be so different? I didn't feel pretty at those times. I felt very drawn back. I felt like that was what made me antisocial. Then let me fast forward to when I was about 26, 27. I remember I had a night out with friends. I was drinking, partying. And usually um, I cover my face and then in the morning I go to wash it off and, you know, redo it before I start my day. But I had like a a hangover and I looked in the mirror and I basically... um, was admiring myself. Um, Before that time, I did happen to go to a dermatologist again as an adult, and um, they had started doing some, some, um, some, uh, I think it's a UV light, where they would um, have me sit in there, I guess with bra and, and, and panties, and the UV light would sit, uh, basically was supposed to help to bring my color back. The side effects was glaucoma, so after a while I did stop. Around my eyes would get really raw after a while, which were the, the normal side effects, but I stopped going. Um, 
Months after that, I was I began noticing a change in my skin. The white area around my eyes did get smaller, but I still was covering it, my face with makeup because I wasn't really um, I wasn't really happy with having vitiligo yet. I wasn't confident or comfortable. But let's go back to the moment um, I had the night out with the partying and, and the night after. I mean, the morning after where um, I was looking in the mirror. So I had been looking in the mirror. And at that point, I did realize that the vitiligo was gotten smaller around my eyes. And I started looking like, you know, you're beautiful. You're bugging. Why do you keep covering it? So as I was getting dressed, my normal routine would have been to put on makeup, but I didn't. I didn't. I went outside to start my day, and I did notice a change. I noticed people were staring at me, but were admiring me, and and would stop and say, "You're very beautiful." Like that that vitiligo on your face. At that point, they knew where it was. Looks, um, it makes you look exotic. You look different. You have a different look to you, and plus, you're beautiful. And from then on, those are the type of comments that I would get on a daily basis. I remember the first time I posted it on social media because I did, um, I used to hide it. I used to position myself a certain way if I was wearing shorts so that you couldn't see the vitiligo on my legs or my elbows or around my eyes. But I remember I took a full body picture from the summertime and at that point I was in shorts and um, short sleeves and I posted the picture um, I don't remember necessarily what my caption was, but I knew it was me saying, I'm finally coming out to the world about me having vitiligo. It was almost like I was revealing myself. The comments, the comments went crazy, the reactions, the likes, in a positive way. Most people were saying things like, finally, I've been telling you you were beautiful. I'm so happy you finally came out your show. And it made me feel so much better. It was such a relief. It was such a great feeling to know that not only did I think I was beautiful, but others saw what I was seeing as well. After that, I've never, ever, ever worn makeup on my face. Well, with the exception of a birthday or two. Um, I stopped wearing makeup daily. I stopped rushing to the bathroom. And I'm going to tell you, it release so much time that I would spend on my face to make it perfect so where you can't see the vitiligo. It's like now I don't have to do that. And now I get um, comments all the time or referred to, um, people refer me to um, Winnie Harlow and, and say, oh, you remind me of her and you're so beautiful. I'm glad you're so confident. But these people didn't know that there was a time in my life where I wasn't. There was a time in my life where I wasn't, I wasn't comfortable coming outside without covering my vitiligo. Now I wear shorts, I wear dresses. I wear the things that I've always longed to wear. So from 14, I'm sorry, so from um, the age 11 to the age 26, I've been masking. I've been hiding. And now that I'm 34, I can finally say that I am comfortable in my skin, that I am happy that I revealed 
the vitiligo that I have. And I want all young people who, who, anyone who gets it, because you don't even have to be young to get vitiligo. You can be in your late 50s and just out of nowhere get vitiligo. I want you to know that you are beautiful. And I want you to know that that shouldn't stop you. That you can still become who you want. (laughs) You don't have to let vitiligo stop you from being who you are. I want you to know that vitiligo is a uniqueness. It makes you unique from others. It makes you stand out. You will be the attention in the room, but in a positive way. Now that everyone knows what vitiligo is, you have nothing to worry about. You have nothing to fear. And there's times I wanted to be a vitiligo model just to show off my skin. I sometimes um, entertain that idea, but there's so much, so much competition now. It's like, why didn't I do that then? Why didn't I have all the resources back then? It's never too late, but I feel like it is my goal still to become a vitiligo model. And I just want to thank everyone over the years who's always told me I was beautiful with or without makeup and encouraging me to not cover it. I love you guys so much, and I wish I would have listened back then. It would have made so many, um, so much things easier, whether it be friendships, relationships, work, um, daily life. I just want to say I'm, I'm thankful for you guys. And if you have any questions or you're just now getting vitiligo or you know someone, a child, a friend, a neighbor, and you want some questions answered, feel free to um, email me at isachinadoll at gmail.com. That's I-S-S-A-C-H-Y-N-A-D-O-L-L at gmail.com. And this concludes my episode one of the Festival of China, Living with Vitiligo.